0: Must be 21 years or older to enjoy Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly.
1: Your business may be small, but you've got big goals. Brother Laser Printers can help you succeed, no matter the space, task, or budget. From crisp black and white to vivid full color, our printers offer affordable quality you can trust. Plus, fast printing and high page yields make them ideal for home offices and shared workspaces. It's no wonder Brother is the number one retail brand in laser printer unit sales in the U.S. With Brother at your side, go from small to do it all. Shop now at brother-usa.com laser. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and here's your White Sox wake-up call for May 16th, 2018. The rules of Major League Baseball don't allow the White Sox to skip the first inning, but maybe we should do so for a while. The White Sox gave up a crooked number in the first for the fourth consecutive game. This time it was the Pirates jumping on Reynaldo Lopez for four quick runs en route to a 7-0 shutout at PNC Park. The Sox have now been outscored in the first inning 15-0 over their last four games, all in National League Parks. Lopez simply didn't have it. He gave up a homer on the second pitch of the game for the only run the Pirates needed, after which the Pirates tacked on three straight hits to take a 3-0 lead. Lopez might have limited the damage there, but Nicky Delmonico got turned around twice in a fly ball over his head for an RBI pseudo-double. Lopez then gave up a pair of second-inning runs after retiring the first two batters, Leori Garcia couldn't hold onto a ball after a leaping attempt at the wall, and Daniel Palka would have needed a 10-foot vertical to catch a double off the right-field wall. Rick Renteria finally pulled the plug after Lopez started the third with a walk and a hit batter, and his line shows six runs and seven hits and two walks over two-plus innings with zero strikeouts. This game could have been uglier if Chris Beck weren't so effective. Beck stranded both of Lopez's runners and then some, retiring the first 11 batters he faced. In fact, he was so good that Renteria didn't want to pull him in the fifth when he came to the plate after Garcia and Tim Anderson singled to start the inning. The Sox were trailing 6-0 at the time, and this game was the first of 16 straight without an off day, so Renteria probably didn't want to burn his bullpen, but Beck struck out failing to get a bunt down, and neither Yoan Makada nor Yolmer Sanchez could pick him up. The Sox were 0-7 with runners in scoring position on the night, as Trevor Williams threw strikes and made the Sox hit their way on, and they could only muster 7 hits, 6 of them singles, in a losing effort. The Sox will leave Pittsburgh still in search of their first series victory against a non-Kansas City opponent, but they can salvage their first split of the year with a victory this afternoon. It's Hector Santiago against Jamison Tyone at 11.35 a.m. Central, the game's on both NBC Sports Chicago and MLB Network. The Sox skipped Santiago's spot in the rotation the last time around, and Tyone was limited to three innings in his last start due to a cut on his finger that hasn't healed easily. A couple days ago, he told the Pittsburgh Tribune Review that he'd be open to urinating on his hand if it helped close. He's never faced the White Sox, and if he's entertaining the idea of peeing on his hand, this would seem to be the time to get him. As for a pick-to-click, watching a couple deep drives fail to clear PNC Park's massive left-center field gap makes me think a lefty has the only chance of solving the stadium, so let's say you on Makata for a pick-to-click. <coughs> Down in the farm, the White Sox organization couldn't find any winners there either. The Charlotte Knights lost to the Toledo Mudhens 3-2. Dylan Covey threw six strong innings, allowing just one unearned run, but the Knights couldn't come up with anything after a two-run fourth inning, and Tyler Danish coughed up the lead in the seventh. Jose Rondon, whom the White Sox optioned to Charlotte with Moncada coming back from the disabled list, went to 0-4 with two strikeouts. Birmingham lost to the Mobile Bay Bears 11-5, as the Barons couldn't overcome a five-run fourth inning with Jordan Guerrero on the mound. Eloy Jimenez had a good night in defeat, going one for three with a double and two walks. Zach Collins also went one for three with a walk, sack fly, and two strikeouts ahead of him. Conversely, Sebby Zavala and Matt Rose both wore the golden sombrero after over five nights. Shortstop Danny Mendick continues to have a sneaky good May, going two for three with the walk to raise his batting average to .284. Winston Salem dropped the opener to Bowie's Creek three to one as Jimmy Lambert lost his bid for a shutout in the sixth inning. Blake Rutherford went one for two before being hit by a pitch and Luis Alexander Basabe had to pinch hit for him later in the game, striking out in his only trip to the plate. Alex Cole continued his tour in May by going 1-for-3 at the walk in his first stolen base of the season. As for Kannapolis, you might have read on SoxMachine.com a couple days ago that I saw a game in Asheville, North Carolina, and was struck by how tiny the park there was, as it's just 373 feet to dead center and 297 down the right field line. It certainly played that way on Monday morning, as the Intimidators led 9-3 at the stretch, only to lose 14-12. Luis Gonzalez continued slugging by going 2-for-5 with a homer and a double, and Justin Yurchak drove in four runs with two doubles and a single. As for the bullpen, the less said about it the better. Around the league, the big news on Monday was that Robinson Cano was slapped with an 80-game suspension after testing positive for a banned substance that is commonly used as a masking agent for performance-enhancing drugs. He tested positive during the offseason and decided to end his appeal after landing on the disabled list with a broken hand. Days spent on the DL count towards the suspension, however, he wouldn't be able to play in this postseason if the Mariners were able to get there. Considering old friend Gordon Beckham could be getting the lion's share of the playing time at second base in his absence, a postseason appearance might not be the greatest bet. Also, the Diamondbacks lost the services of A.J. Pollock for four to eight weeks, as he suffered an avulsion fracture of his left hand diving for a Tyler Saladino line drive that turned into an inside-the-park homer. Pollock was leading the National League in slugging percentage at 620, including 11 homers and 10 doubles. He also is expected to be one of the top center fielders on the free agent market, although his track record in terms of health has always been snakebitten. Looking at the scoreboard, the Tigers stormed back against the Indians with a five-run seventh to beat Cleveland 9-8. Andrew Miller was charged with the blown save after failing to retire five of the six batters he faced, and now Detroit is just one game back of Cleveland, which leads the AL Central while one game below 500. The Twins also narrowed the gap by beating the Cardinals 4-1 behind a 10-strikeout effort from Jose Barrios. And if you were wondering who triggered the day's regulatory no-hitter alert, it was San Diego's Jordan Lyles, who carried one into the 8th inning against Colorado until Trevor Story denied him a storybook ending. The Padres had to settle for a one-hitter in their 4-0 victory over the Rockies. That'll do it for this morning's White Sox wake-up call. We'll be back with Sox Machine Live tonight, recapping today's game and looking ahead to their series against the Texas Rangers. In the meantime, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Sox Machine, for updates and reactions to the day game. And you can subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and the Google Play Music Stores. If you're feeling generous, you can help support the show by signing up to be a friend of the podcast at patreon.com/socksmachine. Thanks for listening to the Socks Machine podcast. For socksmachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis.